What is going on, everyone? Welcome to the sixth episode of The Bats Cave. I am your host, Alex Bats. This is a pop culture podcast where I talk about and discuss basically everything in the world of pop culture, comics, movies, video games, all that great stuff. Uh, yeah, just basically whatever I've been watching, listening, reading, um, just general thoughts, stuff like that. Uh, first off on this episode, I wanted to apologize for the recent and unexpected hiatus that I've been on. I put out like five episodes, uh, five weeks in a row, and then I've been kind of radio silent for the last three weeks. Uh, I don't want to get into it too much about why, um, really didn't want to like have a gap like that. I was really bummed actually. I I am bummed that, um, that did happen and that, that, that gap is there. Uh, cause I, I really wanted to have consistent, uh, I wanted at least like 52 weeks, like consistent cause I thought that would be cool, but the gap happened. It's whatever, but I'm back now, which is great. Uh, we'll be back hopefully doing weekly episodes again. So, uh, thank you, I guess for your patience and, um, listening to this one now again, as it goes up. Um, so yeah, it's been, oh man, it sucks. Cause like, since I had that gap, there's a cut, like I saw the lighthouse a few weeks ago, uh, which was fantastic. I might have to do a separate, like talk about that separately in a different episode. Uh, I also saw, um, knives out last night. I went to like an early screening of that. Oh my God. What a movie that, holy shit. That was so good. Um, that's one of the best whodunits I've like ever seen. Uh, the whole cast is fantastic. It's uh, that that one's a doozy. It's a really really good movie. Highly recommend going to see that. By the time this goes up, actually, uh, on Wednesday, if you're listening to this, the day that it releases, um, Knives Out will be out the following day on Thanksgiving uh, and Thanksgiving weekend is when Knives Out uh, officially releases. Um, so I highly recommend going to see that movie. It's fantastic. Trust me, you won't regret it. Uh, it's great. It's just pure entertainment through and through. Uh, really get your brain working, you know, trying to figure everything out. Uh, Ryan Johnson just does a phenomenal job with it. Um, so yeah, highly recommend that movie. Uh, Lighthouse also, I, I want to recommend that to everyone. That's not a movie for everyone. Uh, it's very of my alley as far as, uh, my interests and what I like in movies. Uh, it's definitely Robert Pattinson's movie also. Willem Dafoe gives a fantastic performance too. But uh, Pattinson is the star of that show, which is really, really great. If you haven't seen his acting prowess in a bunch of stuff, I think The Lighthouse is a good opportunity to see that in theaters uh, right now and expose yourself to that. Uh, Get on that Pattinson hype train. Uh, So, yeah, I definitely recommend that one, too. I'll I'll have to, like, after it's been out for a little bit longer, um, I'll have to do uh, an episode where I taught. Maybe not a full episode, but I'll have to talk about it kind of at length in that episode, get into, like, spoilers and stuff for that. Um, but yeah, I highly recommend that one. I haven't seen Dr. Sleep yet, which really bums me out because I'm a huge fan of The Shining, both the movie and the book. Um, and I haven't read Dr. Sleep yet, actually. So since I, cause I don't know if I'm going to see Dr. Sleep in theaters, like I really, really want to, but it's two and a half hours, which I love long movies. I, I have no problem with the movie being, I'm actually glad that it's that long, but that's also like that turns it into like a three and a half like four hour excursion because like the theater that I normally go to is like 30 to 45 minutes away depending on traffic which like for me that's honestly not like a long drive which is a weird thing because I know some people I talk to like 20 minutes is like a really long drive to them and like I don't know like 30 to 40 minutes isn't that much to me I don't think um also I'm noticing I think my camera might be stuttering a little bit which is annoying I'm sorry if that's showing up in the in the video podcast um but yeah like 30 to 45 minutes isn't a very long drive to me 
um, especially because a lot of the time I'll just listen to like audiobooks or podcasts. So I'm just chilling. Um, but anyway, so like since the theater is 30 to 45 minutes, that's like an hour or more like just drive time, like there and back. Um, and then, you know, I like to get there early too. So I like to get there like 20 to 30 minutes early. So that's another like 30 minutes before like the previews for the movie even start. And then it's like another like 15 or 20 minutes before the movie like actually starts. And then it's, you know, the movie runtime. And so that's like, for like a two and a half hour movie makes it like four hours or more that I'm like have to devote to that, uh, which is just a lot to do. Like I can only really go see movies during the weekend, except for Thursday night, like showings. I always go to the, or not always, but most of the time I go to those, um, for, for big movies. But like, so, and that's just like a big chunk of the day. Um, so yeah, I don't know if I'll see Dr. Sleep in theaters. I really, really want to, cause again, I'm a big fan of the shining, um, uh, really been looking forward to this based on the trailers the people that i follow on twitter and everything that i've seen on twitter about it so that it's fantastic uh and i do want to support it because it's not doing that well at the box office or like as well as um you would hope that it's that it would do um and so like that's a really big bummer too but it's just the time and then also like the money i don't I don't know if I'll get to it in theaters, but we'll see. I hope that I do. And it's a, the other thing sucks too, because like I love, I've had an entire episode about this. I love the movie going experience. You should check out that episode if you haven't. I think it was episode three, I think. Um, but like the, the thing that sucks is that I know that if I don't see it in theaters and then I do end up watching it at home later on, like I, know, I, I already know that I'm going to watch it. I'm going to be like, damn. I wish that I saw this in theaters. So <laughs> I'm really conflicted on that right now. Um, but I want to see it. Don't know if I will in theaters. <clears throat> um, but yeah, those are the, the recent like theater things. I've been um, working my way through the Star Wars films. I It took me like four or five days to watch The Phantom Menace. Because um, I was just like watching it sparingly after work or like in free time kind of. And um, I just kept on like, because I have Disney Plus, which is great. I love it, actually. Um, but so I've been doing that. And uh, yeah, it took me a couple days to get through The Phantom Menace. And I just uh, like 20 minutes ago finished um, Attack of the Clones. And so, yeah, I'll probably, I'll pro I think what I'll end up doing is I'll do an episode like on the uh, prequels, like those three. And then um, I might do a different episode on like Solo and Rogue One because um, I'll watch those after I finish the prequels and then I'll go to um, the original trilogy and then I'll do the sequel trilogy uh, well, seven and eight <clears throat> um, so so yeah I've been going through those um, I actually enjoyed it I don't want to get too much into it since I'll have a whole episode about it but I enjoyed Attack of the Clones more than I thought I was going to um, I think that it gets a little bit too much flack. There's definitely some problems with it. It's not, um, uh, but, but yeah, it's interesting. I, I have some, I, my thoughts on it are more complex than I, than I had previously, uh, thought that they were. Um, so yeah, that's fun. That'll probably actually be my next episode. Cause I'll probably finish Revenge of the Sith before the next time I go to record. Cause I record on Sundays. So I've got a week until, um, it's funny. I give myself such a big buffer between the time I record and the time the episode goes up. That way I can have plenty of time to edit and get it uploaded and everything. Um, but yeah, so I've been doing that. Um, but as you, I'm sure, can tell or have noticed by the title of this episode, the thumbnail if you're watching it on YouTube, um, I'm going to talk about the Snyder Cut. 
Um, so yeah, I, it's another thing that bums me out about missing like last week, like this episode would have been better to do last weekend because, or last week, cause it was right after the huge, um, bump in just publicity and, and, and everything regarding release the Snyder cut. Um, so, oh, I don't, I kind of want to like start at the beginning a little, I'll have to backtrack and like cover a lot of stuff that I'm sure a lot of you listening already know. Um, but yeah, the Snyder cut, there's so many, oh, dude, it's so hard to even try to find an exact starting point with this. Cause I mean, like, okay, I love Man of Steel and I love BVS. Uh, if you follow me and have followed me for a while, you probably know that, um, BVS is, I mean, they're both some of my favorite movies of all time. BVS is like in my top two favorite movies. Um, And so I really loved them, but everyone knows BVS got destroyed on release, um, just critically and from a bunch of fans. People just hated that movie, Um, which immediately put WB in a reactionary position where they had already started like the process of Justice League by this point, at least the script and everything. And um, the reaction to BVS just made executives at WB want to course correct when they shouldn't have. And it, so one, and I'm like, this is a line that that I've said a lot of time and it's the fact that like the original Justice League that Zack Snyder had planned died whenever BVS released. As soon as that happened and it was met with the hate that it was upon release, what Zack wanted to do for Justice League, both part one and two, because there was going to be a part one and two, um, that just immediately went away. WB just wasn't going to go for that anymore, which sucks. That makes me like that honestly kind of hurts me more than the fact that we don't have like the Snyder cut, which I'll get into more as I get further down the timeline. But like the fact that we don't, or we didn't, and we won't ever get to see the original like story arc that Snyder had planned out um, sucks. Cause like he was doing Man of Steel BVS and then there was going to be like two Justice League movies and a Man of Steel sequel. And he had this huge arc and like his story was like, and he's even said this himself, like the story that he had planned was a self-content, like his version of the DCEU was not meant to go on forever. He was just going to tell his story and then be done. And I wish that we could have gotten that and then they can just do whatever they want afterwards. Like it just would have been its own thing. And sure, there would have been a number of people that didn't like it. Of course, there was people that didn't like Man of Steel and BVS. And so there, it, they obviously, the films wouldn't have been for everyone. But like even BVS, which was just destroyed on release, like made a lot of money still. Like it was a highly profitable movie. Yeah, like it got, I mean, fans and a lot of critics just absolutely hated it. But like it was highly profitable. They still made a lot of money, which like is all that the business should care about. But they wanted more um, and they thought that the reason it didn't make as much money was because of Zack Snyder's vision, which can be argued as, I mean, I guess, yeah, like, if it was more universally liked, it probably would have made more money. That argument in line of logic makes sense. But at the same time, what they did instead cost them way more money than releasing 
another film that got the same reception as BVS would have. Um, so anyways, they went to shoot Justice League and Zack Snyder shot. He finished shooting all of what he wanted to do for his justice. So like he um, edited, you know, his original plan, of course, um, after BVS, it's slightly altered. Um, and he decided like he he him and Chris Terrio figured it out. They got like the Justice League script and everything. And Zack Snyder shot his version of Justice League. He filmed all of it. He has said multiple times him, Jay Olivia, uh, a bunch of people that were involved in making the film have said that he finished filming what he wanted to for Justice League. They were in post-production. Um, the tragedy uh, with Snyder's daughter happened. And after that happened, it was reported that Snyder was stepping away from the project and that Joss Whedon would be coming in to do reshoots and finish post-production. And so that it's so crazy going back and like trying to think about because it's been a few years since all of that and trying to think about the timeline and, and everything that was happening um and so like at the time i mean it was worrisome but the way that it was being reported and talked about it still made it seem like snyder's original vision was intact which we know now is not at all the case um and so joss whedon came on and also Zack snyder was fired 100 percent that's definitely what happened, that he was removed, he didn't just step down, and uh, Joss Whedon came in and um, <laughs> fucking reshot the entire movie, basically, um, there's, it's just so blatantly obvious, like, if you watch the theatrical cut of Justice League, you can, it's so easy to pick out the reshoots, I mean, basically the whole movie is a fucking reshoot, but, like, it's so, just glaringly obvious what is Whedon and what is Snyder. And there's very few Snyder moments still in that film. And I mean, you can tell from the trailers too, like the, the first trailer compared to like the last ones. Um, it's just so, and just the amount of shots and things in the original trailer that aren't in the theatrical cut of the movie is just staggering. Um, and so, I mean, that was worrying whenever we got to release. And then, um, yeah, I just remember watching the movie in theater and like I was trying so hard to like it I mean I wanted to like it it's the first Justice League movie like how like I'm a lifelong DC fan like all I've wanted basically is to see the Justice League like in live action and like every, the entire cast is phenomenal they're all perfect and like I loved Man of Steel and BVS and like this was the like continuation of that like, I wanted to like it, but you just sitting there, like, you could just feel that something was off, and it, it it just sucked, like, and then the second time I saw it, because I unfortunately saw it a second time in theaters, I just, like, yeah, it was just not good, I literally slept through part, like, I slept through watching the Justice League movie in theaters, which just disgusts me, honestly, like, it's, I, I still cannot believe how royally wb fucked up the justice league movie it's honestly it's unbelievable um so they went and wanted to course correct and they brought in whedon who if you don't know you probably do shot the first avengers and avengers age of ultron and um he came in and just um 
Well, to try to, I guess, simplify, or for lack of a better or more um, expedient way to explain this, he just tried to make it a Marvel movie, which um, <laughs> backfired pretty badly because it's just the result was just a gigantic tonal clash of two halves of a very different movie. I, I would even argue like three fourths and then a quarter of two very different movies that just don't meld together at all it's so disjointed and the reshoots are glaringly obvious and the story is just so simplified and so many character beats and character arcs are just taken out completely um they just gutted the entire movie in post-production they just absolutely fucking destroyed it and um they also <laughs> brought in Henry Cavill to do reshoots. They shot basic. They reshot basically every Superman scene in the film. And um, if you don't know, I'm sure that you probably do. At the time, Henry had been filming Mission Impossible Fallout, where his character was contractually required to have a mustache, and so he couldn't shave it. And so, rather than keeping the scenes in the film that Zack Snyder shot with Henry Cavill, WB decided to do reshoots with him wearing like having the mustache and they spent tens of millions of dollars i don't remember how much exactly trying to cgi his mustache off of his face and it looks terrible it's his face just looks broken uh didn't work at all all the scenes that with him in it suck now pretty much and uh yeah it was just a big waste of time and money in that regard um yeah oh and then also the I can't remember his name, but like the CEO of Warner Brothers at the time, um, refused to delay the movie because with it and its release date, uh, November seventeenth, with it coming out, him and a couple other executives were going to get an end of the quarter bonus for it coming out. So they made sure that it didn't get delayed, and he also put a mandate that the runtime cannot be longer than two hours. Because, by his logic, if it's two hours, that means it can play more times during the day in theaters, which equals more money. But the flaw in that logic is it doesn't fucking matter how many times your movie can play in theaters if no one wants to go see it. Sorry, but that's how that works. If the movie sucks, no one's going to go watch it. Doesn't matter how often or how frequently it can play throughout the day. It's not going to make any fucking money. Um... Yeah, if you can, if you can't tell, uh, I'm very uh, bitter and upset about this entire situation. It's uh, it's ridiculous. So, uh, yeah, the Justice League release happened. It was it completely bombed. It was terrible. Um, everyone hates it pretty much. Um, even the people who will like like it and get enjoyment from it, they're like, yeah, I mean, it's not great. It's like a guilty pleasure type thing. I can't watch it. I literally I refuse to watch that movie. I can't do it. It makes me very very angry. Um, it's it's not a good movie. It just makes me bitter about what we could have had, what we should have had. Um, yeah, it's just, it's not good. So uh, that happened. And um, then pretty early on, like after release, this, I mean, it is a movement, um, started for, um, it's hashtag release the slander cut. And there's a lot of people, and there were a lot of people, that were very vocal and very adamant that a version of this movie existed and exists that is Snyder's version of the film and um, fans want to see it. And so that happened and um, I'm just going to, I guess, kind of like 
speed through part of it for mainly the fact that like it's hard to remember the trickle of information that's happened over the last two years because it's been two it's been a little over two years since the movie released and um so like at first it was more of a like does it exist we think it does maybe and like slowly getting more information and like more people who were involved with the film saying that like it does uh, that that's a thing and then finally I don't know if it was earlier this year, if it was last year, whenever Snyder, like, said that, like, yeah, like, he, because he did the, I think it was earlier this year, I think, uh, he did the um, screenings for the director's cuts of his other films, and he did, like, Q&As after, and um, there was a video of someone, like, asking him about, you know, like, his cut of Justice League, and, like, he said, he was like, yeah, I mean, you know, like, it's done, it's just up to them, being WB, um, what to do with it, Um and also, besides that, Snyder, which it's very much increased in frequency over the last six months to a year, um, has consistently posted images from his version of Justice League on Vero. Um, and so we've just seen so many things that were so different from the film that we got. Ray Fisher has been very outspoken about supporting Snyder, wanting to see the Snyder cut um, this year really the end of last year too uh jason momoa has been one of the biggest people um talking about like the snyder cut and then earlier this year he even said like he was in an inter- it was a few months ago actually he was in an interview saying that like yeah like he's seen it then like zach showed him the snyder cut and then, like he wants fans to be able to see it uh there was an interview like a month or so ago where someone like asked about it and mentioned like oh i'm sure like the vfx or whatever like isn't like finished and uh, Momoa was like, oh, you don't think that he could finish the VFX? That's okay. Like very heavily implying that it's done, that the VFX for the movie is finished. Because we've also seen, because like right after the movie came out, there was these scenes that, uh, I don't know how they made it onto the internet, but they were clips from Justice League, just where the Snyder cut of Justice League, just without the CGI finished. Um and so that was wild but so, yeah so like we just have uh between a bunch of different sources sources zach himself jason like the snyder cut there is a version of justice league that snyder finished that exists and so fans just really want to see it and it's um yeah like the movement has definitely picked up pace it's it's really interesting it's a very complicated thing because they're I don't know. I'm conflicted about how the movement has been for a long time. I think the last month or so, it's gotten really good and more solidified. Um, but for the longest time, I mean, it has been like borderline harassment. To <laughs> I don't even know if you can call it borderline. There are a lot of people that are very much harassing people uh, online about seeing it. I mean, if you literally anytime WB or DC, or, like, any major account, or whatever, would tweet anything, so many people will just spam their responses to whatever tweet, no matter what it is, with, like, hashtag release the Snyder Cut, which, like, on the one hand, I understand fighting for wanting to see uh, Zach's artistic vision, and what he intended to be released, released, because I want that also, um, and, you also need to show that the demand for it is there because at the end of the day, this is a business that you're trying to get to give you a product that from their eyes, the original justice league fucking failed. 
movie didn't make any money. BVS, I guess, could be... Cons- I don't consider BVS a disappointment because it was still highly profitable. Maybe the executives at WB did think it was a disappointment. Obviously, they wanted something more. That's why they course-corrected on Justice League. So, from the business perspective, you have to think about why should they release the Snyder Cut? What is the positive that can happen for WB in doing this? How can they either A, make money for it, or B, get enough positive publicity or goodwill or whatever to justify doing this? Because at the same time, no matter how like happy or whatever, it will make fans, and even if they do release it in a way that makes money, which I'll get to in a minute, it is very much also them admitting that they royally fucked up with Justice League, and that's something that a big business is not going to want to do because like as soon as you release the Snyder Cut you're like hey yeah here's this version of the movie that you wanted to see but we didn't give you our bad like that's just something that the ego is a very big thing there I think um, and so they don't want to do that so the way that some people online have acted in the movement um, is iffy at best sometimes um it's the reason that i actually like myself i have recently started tweeting release the snyder cut because of um happened last sunday which i'll get into more in a few minutes but um it's the reason that before that i haven't really talked about it because um some people have been very i'll say passionate about it which i respect the passion but time and a place for things and also a way to go about them um, that can be more respectful and also more efficient not the right word but more I guess productive in the way that things happen um, so it's been a it's a, it's just a really like complicated situation with the way that it's been handled on social media for two years at this point but um, like I was saying, the last month or so, there has been a lot more solidarity and a lot less toxicity and more everyone in the fandom kind of coming together for it. Um, and that's come from Jason Momoa and other big names really getting behind it, acknowledging the existence of it and wanting to see it done. And then um, last Sunday was probably the biggest day that we've seen for the release of Snyder Cut movement. Um, and that was, uh, it was the two year anniversary of the film releasing. And so a lot of people online had like organized for everyone. I mean, just the fandom really, um, had organized for everyone to just be tweeting about it on Sunday, um, which is a week ago at the time that I'm recording this week and a half ago at the time that this is going up. Um, and so that's what happened and it was trending like number two or number one. On Twitter, it I think maxed out at like 800,000 tweets was I think the highest number that I saw someone say. Uh, I know it got to 214,000 tweets in under 214 minutes, uh, which I know was a goal. Um, and yeah, it was insane. Honestly, it was a really cool thing to see because it really what like there was. I mean, I which I just said a minute ago, like I hadn't been tweeting release the Snyder cut but I did um and like I was like I mean this is because the whole point was just to make like we just needed to make noise we needed to make the voices like heard and make it really like an impact and show that there is so many people that do want to see it uh, and really just to show WB that the demand is there um and you know ho- hopefully they were watching 
Um, and it was just, it was impressive. Like I saw a lot of people that I've never seen tweet about it, tweeting about it. Cause they were like, I mean, I might as well, like, I want to see it like this. Uh, you can just send out a tweet and it can help. Um, and so that's what happened. It was just literally, it was a really cool thing to see and, and experience because it, um, it really reminded me of like how being on like DCEU Twitter, uh, years ago, like before BVS came out, like was, and like right after BVS too, it was just, it was such a wild experience. There was a sense of deja vu and just also a sense of like unity in the entire fandom. Like everyone was just tweeting and being happy and ecstatic and just trying, like everyone wanted the same thing and it was just so cool. And then we literally like all the fans were doing it. And then Ray Fisher posted about it. Jason Momoa posted about it. And then the, the fucking, the craziest thing that happened. Um, it was like, uh, I don't know, like midday. It was like two or three, like PM or something like that. And um, Gal Gadot tweeted, uh, hashtag release the Snyder Cut, which she's never said anything about it before. Um, and that was a really huge moment um, to have the star of one of, DC's biggest franchises, literally the face of it, um, tweeting her support for that is huge. Um, that can't be understated. And um, yeah, everyone pretty much collectively lost their minds whenever that happened. And um, that, yeah, that was insane. And then Zack Snyder actually quoted her tweet, um, which he hasn't been on Twitter in like forever. Um, so that was really, really cool too. Um, and like he said, he, Zack Snyder even said like, hashtag release the Snyder cut, which is just awesome. Um, and then, so like after Gal tweeted, I was like freaking out and I was like, man, like, I don't think it'll happen, but if Ben Affleck tweets anything, I'm going to lose my mind. And, um, Ben Affleck fucking tweeted something. I did like, I did not think that it was going to happen. Ben Affleck literally, he said, hashtag release the Snyder cut. And, uh, I lost it. I still honestly can't believe that that happened. That was so cool. Um, he, I mean, like Ben is just one, I mean, he's a movie, like he's one of the biggest movie stars and he was Batman. The fact that I think the fact that he's not Batman anymore is the main reason that I didn't think that he would do that. Cause I'm like, okay, well, like, <clears throat> even if he wants to see it, he's not, I don't know. His position is just so weird, um, in relation to that film now, but the fact that he said release the Snyder Cut, um, yeah, like, the fact that him and Gal both did that on such a public stage, like, now WB cannot ignore the Snyder Cut. They can't ignore that it exists, and they can't ignore that there's a very big demand for it, and that, like, all of the stars in your movie want to see it, like, all the main stars, like, the only person that hasn't said anything about it is Henry Cavill, and he even kind of said something about it, uh, in an interview a couple days later where he was like, yeah, I don't want to just sit silent while all these rumors are happening. He even said that like, as of right now, like the Cape is still in his closet. As for the plans for Superman, he said, you'll see. Um, so there's a lot of speculation about his role in that and things, which I guess I'll get into in a minute, but back to like Gal and Ben tweeting, it just, it makes it to where like, it's huge. It's such a big thing now. Like they tweeted it, a bunch of other creators tweeted it. We started getting people like David Ayer tweeted about it. Um, uh, the actor, I don't remember his name, but the actor who's playing Shang-Chi for Marvel tweeted release the Snyder Cut. Um, the actor of Colossus from Deadpool 2 tweeted release the Snyder Cut. We had the guy who played Ares in Snyder's version of uh, Justice League saying release the Snyder Cut. 
um, just the amount of people and especially like big people that started saying this like we just had these all these creators like directors actors writers just everything from dc and marvel starting to like tweet this and join this and like post on instagram or just social media in general saying this is just such a like it's again wb just cannot ignore it anymore and it's also proven that the demand is there um and like we literally the next day there was like local news stations talking about this like I mean, it was the biggest thing trending on Twitter that day. And like, it's a firm movie that technically is two years old and it's people wanting a different version of it. And it's just, it's such a big deal. Entertainment Weekly had articles about it. The New York Post, uh, I'm pretty sure had one. I don't know if the New York Times did. I think that it, I remember seeing that. Um, and so it's just such a, like, even it's now mainstream news that the Snyder Cut is a thing. Like before it's, a lot of the, like the, a big argument has been like oh there's only a small section of people on twitter that even know about this even know that it's a thing there's no reason for wb to do that to cater to these like the small group of people people no matter how many passionate no matter how passionate they are about it but that's not the case anymore it is such a big thing now that it cannot be ignored and it would honestly just be foolish for wb to not acknowledge it and to release it um and so yeah it's just uh, a lot of speculation about why Henry hasn't said anything. Uh, actually, Shiraz, um, who uh, is one of the brothers who runs Comic Book Debate, which I'm wearing Comic Book Debate hoodie right now, actually. If you're watching the video podcast, you can see. Uh, shout out. Uh, he wrote an article for Screen Rant this past week talking about speculating why Henry hasn't said anything about the role of Superman. And it's complicated about... Um, you should go read the article. Um, it, you can find all it's on my twitter somewhere i think i retweeted it um but it's on screen rant and um it's uh got to do basically with the complications of him still being in negotiations for returning to the role of superman in some capacity um and to do with his agent and what he is and isn't allowed to say so uh yeah that's a really complicated thing and then a lot of people also speculate that zach wants henry to be the one to officially announce um, whenever it's going to release, uh, when I, cause I am saying when it releases now, this is not an if anymore. It is going to release, um, for the past couple months, maybe a year or so I've said personally, I think that we'll see it within the next year. If we don't get it within the next year, it'll be like 10 years down the line. I, for a while, I've thought that we were going to get it. I just thought that it might be like a Donner cut or like the final cut of Blade Runner type thing, where if we don't get it soon, it'll take a very, very long time for that to happen. I don't think that anymore. I think now that we are getting this film within the next year. Um, and so the way that I think that's going to happen, I would assume that Zack and WP are in some kind of negotiations right now and that everything that happened last Sunday uh, probably very much helped Zack's end of negotiations on this, uh, I hope. And um, so the obvious way to release this is to put it on HBO Max, which is launching in the spring of 2020, because um, if the film is completely finished, which it, from a lot of sources, is, um, then you don't need to really spend a lot of money to release it if it's finished. And so it can cost them relatively next to nothing to put it on HBO Max. Um, you can do a little bit of marketing, which will cost, you know, money, of course, for that. 
uh, but compared to how gigantic releases normally are, it's a very minuscule amount. And so if you release it on HBO Max, it's very low effort and low cost to do that. And it's also an easy way to one, guarantee a lot of subscribers onto that service because I know there are tens of thousands of pe hundreds probably of thousands of people that would subscribe to the service just for that alone um to be able to have access to the snyder cut i mean i'll be getting hbo max anyways but like if i wasn't i would get it just for that like to be able to see the snyder cut of justice like oh yeah i'm sold um and so there's that and then also um something that i don't know how likely it is but that i really well, I hope they do, but, like, a theatrical release of it. Like, I... That one's more tricky because that's where the cost thing comes in. Like, I don't... I don't know how much, if any, money they would want to spend on doing a theatrical release, even if it were, like, a limited release or something, which I'm sure that it would be. It would not be for long, I can't imagine. Because it does, it was something I don't think a lot of people like factor in is that it costs money for them to screen films and like to have your movie played in theaters. It costs money. You have to pay the movie theaters. Um, and so that's a very more iffy thing about whether or not they would do that. Um, but I really hope they do it. I think, and it's, it's interesting too, because if they were to do a theatrical release, which I hope that they do, because I want to see this movie on the big screen. Uh, if they don't do a theatrical release and they just do HBO Max, I'm saving up money and I'm renting out a theater to watch this on the big screen. Um, but if they do end up doing a theatrical release, it'd be interesting to see, one, how wide the release is, whether or not they do it worldwide or if they just do it domestically. Domestically would obviously cost way less money and be way easier logistically to do. But two, how long it would be in theaters. And given both of those factors, which are very big variables, um, I think it would be really interesting to see how much money it makes, because I'm pretty confident that it would be the original Justice League's opening weekend um, if they released this film. <clears throat> and so that's a really, um, it's an interesting, like, I can only imagine how the conversations like at WB are going about that. Um, I think it's probably worth it because again, it would just tack on to, um, <clears throat> since it's a edited release of a movie, it would just tack on to the original Justice League's box office, which would bring it up, which for the record is the lowest grossing film in the DCEU by a long shot. Um, so it would just add on to that box office, which would help it. Um, but it would just be so interesting to see like comparatively how much money the Snyder Cut of Justice League were to make in a theatrical release than the version that we got in theaters would be um so yeah that's just it's uh it's very interesting and i like aside from all the like movement stuff and everything that's happened recently like my thought like i want to see this movie so bad like i've got like thinking about it recently especially over the last like week or so because it's very much like we're got we're going to see it um i've gotten really emotional thinking about that because like all the teases and everything that we've seen for the movie is so so good it's so exactly what i wanted to see like i said at the very beginning i loved man of steel and i loved bvs i loved the tone and the direction and everything that he was taking the characters and like the snyder cut of justice league is the continuation 
it's not exactly the conclusion because he still had more planned, but like it's relatively the conclusion it's of a lot of the arcs that he had like going for these characters. And so being able to say, see them come to their natural sort of conclusion and just see the natural progression of these characters that he had planned because like, I mean, Batfleck got gutted in this film. He's not at all the same. And like, granted, he was not supposed to be the same exactly as he was in BVS because his character goes through a lot of character growth in that film. And that was supposed to carry over in this one more. And like, we didn't really get that in this film. We just got him making stupid jokes like the rest of the characters did, unfortunately. Um, and so like we lost seeing Batfleck done justice in Justice League. We lost seeing Superman done any justice in Justice League. Um, Cyborg was supposed to be the heart of the film and all of his scenes got pretty much removed um dark side was going to be in the steiner cut of justice league he's not um diana was doing wonder woman was doing so much more in the steiner cut of justice league than she did in the theatrical one there was more stuff with there was just more of everything and done so much better as well like in snyder's version of justice league and it like i can only just the dialogue like i can't even imagine how much better the dialogue is in the Snyder Cut of Justice League and just also the fact that it's not restricted to two hours like it's probably like three and a half hours long and so like it's an hour and a half long it's like almost the length of the like it's almost a hundred percent longer than the film that we got which is insane and then also like most of the two hours of the film that we fucking got is not in the Snyder Cut of Justice League so it's basically like two and a half or three hours of just a different movie entirely and that's just that's so insane and like I want to see that so badly and like one it's just you want to see it too because you want the artist like vision to be upheld like trust the directors that you hire to do their job to tell their story don't fuck with it so much like if there's ever an example that WB should see from that it's the fact that Joker by the way random box office update forgot to do this at the beginning joker broke a billion fucking dollars at the box office joker the r-rated film that didn't release in china made over a billion dollars at the box office because you let the director tell the story that he wanted to fucking tell no matter how dark it was oh my god wb let the people you hire do their jobs like it's insane if you just like if there is a market for every type of everything, okay? The only way that you can possibly fail is if you try to please everyone because you cannot, you absolutely cannot do that. It does not work. Justice League is the prime example of that. And so the fact that we didn't, you just have to let the people that you hired do what you hired them to do. And so the fact that now we will eventually at some point get to see the Snyder Cut of Justice League, the story as it was intended, is just incredible. It's something I'm very excited about. I had to take a breath. I had to try to calm down. But like, it's just, it's just so ridiculous how much they messed it up. And they have the chance now to correct that to an extent. Obviously, we'll never get things to go the way that they were going to. Ben Affleck very much left the role of Batman because of the reaction to BVS and then Justice League. So we'll net we which the Batman thing is a whole other. I mean, I've talked a, a little bit on here about how excited I am for 
Matt Reeves, Batman, and Robert Pattinson. If you follow me on Twitter, you definitely know how excited I am about that. Um, at the same time, I'll always be bitter that we didn't get more Batfleck. But this is a chance to at least slightly correct that. We were supposed to have more proper Batfleck in the Justice League movie. We can see that now when we get the Snyder Cut. And so it's just... Um, yeah, there's just so much really that like goes into it. There's so much that's happened. It's um it's just really insane, honestly. I um yeah, I just I need it. I want it. I can't wait for it. <clears throat> we are going to, we're going to get it. It's I said it earlier. It's not a matter of if anymore. It's a matter of when. Uh sooner rather than later at this point too. So, um yeah, I look forward to that. It's going to be good. I mean, that's the other thing. People are like, oh, like, what if it releases and it's terrible? Well, like, okay, so let's talk about that. One, I don't think it would be. It th That's just based on the fact that I love Man of Steel and BVS, and so this would be more of that universe from the director that made those. So, like, I'll be fine. Um, but also, like, even the people that didn't like Man of Steel and BVS, I've seen a lot of them being like, well, yeah, I would still rather see what Snyder had intended for the end of that than the entire thing just being butchered and us getting what we got. Because, like, I've, I've been saying, like, no one liked the fucking Justice League movie. It didn't please anyone. Everyone was like, well, I mean, this isn't... This is just weird. It's just weird and bad. And so, like, yeah, there would obviously still be people where, like, Snyder's version of Justice League isn't their cup of tea, but that's okay. And even those people are like, yeah, I mean, I still would like for him to be able to have his movie released, like the movie that he worked so incredibly, incredibly hard on and poured like everything into just to have it just gutted. Snyder hasn't, he has not watched the version of Justice League that was released. Like he's said it a couple times that like he just hasn't seen it. Clay Enos, who's a photographer for the DCEU, I don't know if he still is, uh, but he was for the beginning whenever like Snack was very, Zach Snack, <laughs> whenever Zach was Harry, uh, dude, can I talk? Whenever Zach was very, heavily involved still clay was the photographer he hasn't seen this, the uh, theatrical version of justice league um yeah it's just um i don't know there's so much i'm very scatterbrained about it right now i was pretty cohesive for a while but yeah there's just a lot to go with it there's a lot to like i literally if i <laughs> wanted to um and wanted to go through do the research put together the timeline of events of like everything uh, like before the release of justice league like during the production and all that turmoil going through all of it going up to the release the release after the release the like the snyder cut movement starting all the information that we got as like a trickle for a while then more and more starting to come out in the flood and then like the last couple months and then like last sunday and like if i just wanted to go in depth and do really just like research all of it put together a cohesive timeline like literally do that con the conspiracy theory shit on it and like connect all the dots like get all the yarn and the fucking push pins and everything on the board like I could literally do probably like a three hour podcast episode on it if I really wanted to like do that, but I don't because I lived, I already, I like, I went through that. I've been on Twitter and DC Twitter and like very much up, like tuned into all of that as it's all happened throughout the last two years. And it's been an insane thing to see for the last two years, but it's something that like, because I went through all that, like, I don't want to spend the time doing that extensive research to put to that together. Uh, and I'm sure a lot of the people listening to this have also been on Twitter or around for most of it anyways. And so, like, you have a pretty good idea of how events unfolded. Um, so, yeah, but it's just, it's such an insane thing 
that happened and is happening. Honestly, like I saw someone say, uh, like on Twitter, they're like, this is actually like a part of like film history, like now, like it will be like people are like, oh, yeah, you remember whenever like Justice League released and it was shit. And then everyone like fans like rallied behind getting the Snyder Cut version of it. And then like eventually it happened. Like that's um, pretty crazy. It's um, it's yeah, it's it's wild. Um, but so yeah, we'll, we'll get it. It'll, it, I 100% think it'll be on HBO max, probably at launch. Um, whether or not we get a theatrical release, I don't know. Again, I hope so. I really, really hope so. Cause I want to see it on the big screen, but, um, yeah, I just, I can't wait to see it. It's going to be amazing. Uh, and the fact that I'll be able to watch justice, like I'll for ever oh my god i'll forever be bitter that they fucked up the release of justice league because that's another thing because everyone who like didn't like the like man of steel and bvs or the dceu or whatever and then justice league came out they're like oh justice league fucking sucked and like i'm like yeah it did it did suck you're right like all the dc fans hate it and so just the fact that like people who like don't like dc or whatever like use that in an argument for it to like it's just annoying because it's like yeah everyone's pretty much in agreement that the justice league movie sucked and it hurts me as a dc fan to like wholeheartedly think that the justice league movie like the release of the first ever justice league movie was botched so spectacularly and that it's so bad and that i can't even watch it that i fell asleep watching it that it's just all of these things it just hurts my heart um so I'll always be bitter about that, but the fact that we're getting some semblance of, not justification, but, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, pfft, correction, that, that's not exactly the word that I wanted, but, like, just, um, just making it right in some sense, the fact that we'll get this version, um, is exciting, and I can't wait to see it. Um, so yeah, those are... I think most of my thoughts about the Snyder Cut and release the Snyder Cut. Hashtag release the Snyder Cut. Go tweet it if you haven't. <laughs> um, it's, I mean, it'll happen. It, we're going to get it, which is amazing. And I think that's a really, it's honestly a testament to the fans. I talked how some fans and people have been toxic about it over the last two years, but at the same time, a lot of fans haven't been, and they very much kept the movement alive and kept it going. And they are the reason that we're getting this in the fashion that we are um so shout out to all the fans and the fandom for you know like pretty much making this happen that's it's amazing um so yeah those are most of my thoughts on it i guess i'm close-ish to an hour so i guess i'll do my like plugs now um if you don't follow me on twitter you can follow my personal at ap batman with two t's um tweet about basically whatever on there and then you can follow my batman account on twitter at batman files where i post more on there obviously batman stuff um actually at the time that i'm recording this it has been one year since i made that account which is wild closing in on seven thousand followers which is just insane i'm sure most of you are listening to this um through a link on that account so thank you for following if you follow me on there i really appreciate it it's honestly insane i i didn't um, imagine that the account would grow as much as it has. Um, it continually amazes me. Um, like 98% of the people that I interact with on there are great. Um, obviously there's some people every now and then that I'm like, yeah, um, but that's just the internet. That's just how it goes. But, um, running that account has been one of the best things that I've ever done or decided to do. It's been a really, really great and positive influence for me. It's given me something 
to channel my love for Batman and, and my passion for Batman and his universe and everything like into that account into sharing that passion. Um, it's really amazing to see that it's resonated with a lot of people that a lot of people really enjoy it and appreciate it. I made a post the other day that said like, is one of those like name something you associate with me. And a lot of people responded saying like positivity and like optimism and hype. And that just made me really happy because that's um, how I want to run that. Like I, there's too much negativity out there already. I don't want to continue to be a part of that and to pile onto that. And so I really try to, um, yeah, just spread positivity with it and looking like the brighter side of things a lot of the time. And so the fact that a lot of people said that that is what they take away from that made me really happy. Um, yeah, I kind of trailed off there for a second, but yeah, go follow that account. It's, it's, I think it's great. I really like it. I'm glad that a lot of people like it. Again, I just, I, it's wild that it's, um, grown as much as it has in, in, in a year. Uh, it's insane. So thank you for following that if you do and go follow that if you don't. Um, you, I guess, can follow me on Instagram if you want at apb.comics. I've stopped posting on there the last like month or so, unfortunately. I might try to get back into it. I don't know. It's hard. I really like the posts that I do on there, but it's a lot of time and effort. And um, I've been working later recently. And so the time thing is, is hard. But we'll see. I might start posting on there again more frequently. Um, you should follow at Comic Book Debate on Twitter if you don't. Um, I write for them. It's a very great site. There's a lot of very talented people that also write for them. Uh, it's all pop culture related articles and insights and analysis and stuff. I actually have an article that I'm going to write after I finish recording this for them. It's about Watchmen number four. At the time you're listening to this, it should already be published, actually. So go check that out if you... Um, if you're interested in that, uh, you should also follow at Comics Bookcase on Twitter. It's another site that I write for. They're very great. I've done a lot of stuff for them. I haven't been writing as much recently, but along with the Watchmen article, I should be working on another article for them later today. Don't know when that'll go up, but go follow Comics Bookcase. There's also a ton of very talented people that write for them as well. Uh, everyone involved with that site is great. It's more there. That site is more focused on the actual comic side of things as opposed to the all pop culture like movies tv and comics and stuff like that but go follow them if you haven't already it's a great site i write for them it's awesome um poo, i think that's pretty much everything be sure to um subscribe or follow on whatever platform you're using to listen to this on spotify stitcher apple Podcasts. if you're watching on youtube thank you for watching the video be sure to subscribe if you haven't already um, turn notifications on if you want, because I actually have these episodes go up like they, they're published early in the morning on Wednesdays. I just don't tweet them out until later in the day to get more traction for them. Um, but so if you want to be the first to watch and or listen to these episodes, turn notifications for them on. Um, thank you for that in advance if you do. Um, and yeah, please be sure to like leave a rate and review again on whatever platform you're using to listen to this, a thumbs up on YouTube if you like it. Um, and also leave like a comment or review with any criticism or feedback. It's all appreciated. Want to consistently try to improve the show, make it better. So, uh, yeah, any, any feedback is appreciated. And, uh, if you made it this far, thank you for listening and be sure to tune in next time. Later.